Really? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> when you when you have a a sweet Ford Escort station wagon. Is that what that is? I believe so. And this guy's just gonna get inside. He's, is this a drug deal going down? He's like, I've been waiting for this. Now you I am not falling for you and your false <laughs> drug deals anymore. <laughs> I got He's getting in. I got so excited. I'm still convinced that there was something shady going on over there. Look, this is too. This is shady as hell. But they're not very good at it because that car's too loud. What is happening? I don't know. But as soon as we start talking again, they'll they'll take off again. Yeah, he's getting out his wallet. Closing the door. Mm-hmm. Stay classy, Springfield. With you, the sun is shining 24-7. Cause when we're together, it feels like we're in heaven. If it will get dark, you'll be my million stars. I know I can lean on you. Welcome to episode 20 of Delete This History. 20? (gasps) A podcast by two besties of a certain age searching for answers. We're your hosts, Kara Birch and Bria Brown. We made it to 20 episodes. I know. We're almost to our silver anniversary. Aw. What are you going to get me? Um, York peppermint patty. Oh, that'd be perfect. (laughs) Just make sure it has sugar in it, okay? Okay. I'm really addicted to it after this holidays. Well, I'm just, I just don't ever get enough of it. Sugar, 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 so. sugar. Actually, I've had so much sugar at this point, it doesn't even sound good. It's just like, bleh. I know. The other day I was like, I just want a carrot. Right. <laughs> My body actually said, hey, could we have a salad? And I thought, well, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> I just want something green. Yeah. So let's talk about our shirts. Okay. They'll see us in our selfie. Yep. But we have some shirts that say, no one will ever be as entertained by us as us. <laughs> Which is completely so true. true. I can't tell you how many times we've been so entertained by ourselves out in public and people are just like, I well, don't think we're too obnoxious about it. Like when we went to see Barbie. Yes. Well, we were entertaining ourselves. But right. We were laughing and nobody else was. Well, like the time that we were cupping the balls on the reindeer. Oh, that's been a few years ago. Down this was Landing. a statue of a reindeer. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> not, reindeer. Not a real reindeer. Correct. And we may be the reason that those balls were removed the following year. Yes. Suddenly, those reindeers didn't have balls. Well, they were obscene, and why did they have to have them? Massively, like the biggest statues. <laughs> like, how how tall would you think those statues were? Eight feet. Oh, huge. Ten feet. They were big, and they were like so, up on a platform. And the balls were above your head. Correct. <laughs> we need to find that picture. Oh, my gosh. Because it's um, somewhere. Yeah, those balls aren't there anymore. Those are nope. now either castrated deer or does i was was i pregnant with peyton oh my gosh i don't know i remember one year we went down there and i was pregnant with peyton and i was like please kill me i did not that was not an enjoyable walk around why did you do it because i didn't want to be a like a spoil sport you know well that was nice i wasn't the first person to ever be pregnant (laughs) what people run marathons i mean i could walk around branson landing Come on. Uh, yeah, okay. 
Let's talk about when our next long weekend is going to be. When's your next long weekend going to be? It will be Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Well, that's nice. Because we get Monday off for that. That you get that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't have a long weekend until Memorial Day. Oh, stop. I'm not kidding. We'll have one in January. We'll have one in February because we get President's Day. So then the next one will be May. So yeah, I've got two more three-day weekends coming my way. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's what working for the government will get you. Thanks. Thanks, Gov. You know what I did last night? What did you do? I cursed the company of Gillette and the almighty dollar and capitalism because I was shaving my armpits. Ouch. And the razor was a brand new razor. Right. was not working. I was like, God, it was a frick out like Yosemite Sam. Yeah, yeah. Frick 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 almighty dollar, cheap mm-hmm. pieces of crap. They just mm-hmm. keep making products cheaper and cheaper. And oh, no. The prices go higher and higher. This rant is going on in the shower. Won't shave my armpits. And I went to, I pulled the door open to throw it in the trash, you know, with gusto and yeah. anger and realized that the plastic safety cap yep. was still on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so uh, indignant. So Gillette, sponsor us because it worked really well after you took the <laughs> plastic cap off of it. And you didn't shave a piece of your finger off when you took the plastic no, cap off? No, like Bria does. That's good. Why did you have to bring that up? My legs are tingling now. Whee. That's hilarious. I hate that. Um, let's talk about my ruining my brand new Pacheco shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this oh. was after... The terrible Christmas Day Sad. game and loss, oh. which was the worst game I've seen and whatever. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't either. But Pacheco got a concussion. Yep. And then did you see the medical table fail? When yes. He, good grief. And then it collapsed under him. I think that my new shirt is a curse. I wore the shirt. They lost real bad. He got a concussion. He fell on the table or the table collapsed. And the tag on the inside of this T-shirt that has his name and number on the back of it. It was like CVS receipt size long. It was so long. (laughs) It was like wrap around your back. (laughs) It wasn't quite that long, but it was so long. And it was so annoying. Just put it up at the neck. So I was like, I'm cutting this thing out. But if you just cut the tag out... Then you're just going to have a ragged piece of tag that rubs up against you on the side. Right. So I was like, well, I'm smarter than that. I'll just I'll just cut it out of the shirt like it's sewn into the shirt. I'll yes. cut it out of the sewn in part. Well, it's sewn into the shirt, into the <laughs> seam. So I cut it out and er, big hole. And I was in the bathroom and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Peyton came running. He's like, did you hurt yourself? Oh, that was nice. I'm always hurting myself. I said, no, I hurt my shirt. And I showed him and he started laughing. <gasps> oh. My big hole. Aww. So my best friend, Kara, <laughs> knows how to sew. <laughs> and she's going to make it wearable again. I'm going to do my best. I brought you. I even brought you black thread. Oh, you didn't have to do that. Well, I wasn't sure if you had... Because it's, I mean, this shirt is so cool. Okay. Oh, gosh. This is a lot of pressure. I love this shirt. 
but I think it is a curse. So don't don't worry too much about it. I wonder if this could be like a my goldfish died situation. I just go buy a new one. Where <laughs> you won't know the difference. Look what a good job I did. <laughs> Look at this great picture. Well, the, you sewed the tag back in. <laughs> How'd you get this tag back in? <laughs> oh, so stupid. Oh, I'm so sorry. Anyway, I'm going to do my best to fix Anyway, that. shirt makers, stop it. <laughs> stop it with the stupid tags. And let's talk a little bit about stuff we watched and read and listened to over oh, the holidays. Okay, that's cool. Uh, do you want to go first? I watched a lot of disturbing things oh. and read some disturbing things. Well, why did you do that? Well, because I thought it was something I wanted to watch, but... And if I'm disturbed by something, it's disturbing. That's what I was just thinking. So I watched Saltburn on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, people. I was interested in that because of the cast. But then I oh. saw your text message and I thought, oh. oh, maybe I won't watch that. I am traumatized. I really am. Can you say why without spoiling it? Mm, no. Just the plot line? Yeah. Okay. Just some of the things that one of these characters does. Ooh. And then I was reading Lapvona. That book that I talked about a while back that was that was mentioned on My Favorite Murder uh-huh, by Karen uh-huh. Kilgariff. Yeah, yeah. And it's just to refresh people's memories. It's like this medieval, it's like historical fiction. I was going to say that was the historical fiction one. It's messed up. Okay. There's some messed up crap that ha- happens. Did you read the whole thing? In this book. I'm still reading it. Oh. But it's affecting my dreams and everything. Oh, it's, no. It's really messed up. Okay. Um. So maybe Karen and I don't have the same taste in uh, fiction. I typically don't read things that are messed up. It's pretty, like there are some things and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. The first book I ever read that I almost stopped reading because it was so messed up was Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. But then that book is so good. Right. I kept reading it and I have reread it. It's okay. messed up. <laughs> <laughs> obviously do yourselves a favor and man really screw yourself up psychologically yeah. and read this book so um if you like really screwed up things okay that vona would right. be great for you what else do you have sean and i got to watch barbie he hadn't seen it yet how'd he like it he loved it he laughed so much he really enjoyed it and it was really fun to watch again yeah because i hadn't seen it since you and i went we also watched um, something called, it was a movie called um, Polite Society, mm-hmm. which was really good. And it's an Indian cast. Oh. It was really good. Where have I seen this? Um, so I think we watched it on Amazon. I think it was an Amazon Prime movie. Uh-huh. But there's it's basically centers around two daughters one of them is an artist and one of them wants to be a stunt woman oh my goodness it is hilarious it's so good you should watch it okay and mm-hmm. it's short it's like an hour and 40 minutes so oh perfect. uh-huh and then we also watched ugh, you guys we watched the batman with robert pattinson come on now Two hours of my life i, I will never get back and i am a huge Batman franchise fan. I thought it was almost three hours. It was terrible. It probably was. It was so boring. <laughs> and the acting was crap. Oh, no. It was... I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say the acting was crap. Andy Serkis was in it. He's Alfred. Love mm-hmm. Andy Serkis. 
Yes. But it just was so boring. Oh, no. And Robert Pattinson, he's not, like, his body is not right to be Batman. Christian Bale, where are you? Come back. Everybody's ruining the Batman franchise. Those were some things that we watched. I started The Crown, but (laughs) Peyton and I only got, like, two episodes in. I did watch that whole thing. I binged that show this week. And he... He wussed out on me. <gasps> and then last night, I was like, hey, are we going to watch more of The Crown? And he was like, eh. Leave him behind. Just go with it. It's such a good season. I know. I love how they wrapped this up. But he was so like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for The Crown. Oh, I can't wait for The Crown. And then I'm like, well, I'm just going to watch it without you. And he's like, no. Well, too bad. If you're not in the mood, <sighs> just turn it on. He'll come in the room. No, because he's up on the computer and, and I'm in my room and he he won't even know I'm watching it. Well, that's when you text him and say, I'm watching The Crown. Are you in? You're out. Yeah, I really do want to watch it. It's so, I just love how they wrapped it up. They did such a good job. I, I, yeah, the first two episodes were really good. And I was like, come on. <gasps> You've only watched two episodes? Yes. Oh my gosh. I know, I know, I know. Okay, we really have to get moving. Oh my gosh, I know. We've chit-chatted for so long. My computer's gone to sleep. So um, we'll probably cut a lot of that, maybe, I hope. I talked too long about what we watched. Um, I talked too long about everything. Uh, <laughs> but we're not here to gab your ears off like a couple of old ladies. No. Oh, wait. Wait. That's kind of the whole concept of the podcast. What else would we do? Okay, more specifically, we're here to share our internet search histories with our listener besties. <gasps> yes. Um, we are going to tell you our top five most interesting, funniest, and successful internet searches for the week in list form. And how are we going to do that? The reading of the lists. Here we go. You get to go first. Oh, that's right. It's even Stephen week. Here we go. Episode 20. That's right. Kara's list. Number one, Bill Nighy's fingers. Number two, landlubber. Number three, squab cushion. Number four, official symbols of the state of Missouri. Number five, presidential visits to the St. Louis Arch. Okay. What's your list? Interesting. My list for this week is number one, gauntlet definition. Number two, hooped shirt. Number three, Biden's cake. (laughs) Number four, do the Charmin bears have names? (laughs) And number five, Cars Rule 34. Okay. Two of those probably sound kind of familiar. Yeah, they do. I'm intrigued by several of those. Biden's cake and do the Charmin Bears have names come to us from Ethan J. Through his wife. That's right. Alex. Ski with Alex. That's right. Now we're going to move on to our next segment. It's a game. With prizes. Yes. Girl, I cannot wait to show you what you're playing for this week. Oh, exciting. But what do we call this game? Search Search me. Where we each pose one question to each other and see if we can answer based only on the reading of the lists. As you know, Mm -hmm. Sean's dad passed away. Yes. So we're cleaning out the house. Yes. And probably for the next few months, you're going to be getting little treasures that we find at this house. And so it begins today. Excellent. You are playing for, oh man, this thing is, I almost don't want to give this to you because it's so amazing. It is 
a magazine from 1986. Oh my gosh. It's a good housekeeping magazine, July 1986. It was $1.95. This thing is the freaking bomb.com. It has Catherine Hepburn on the cover. Yes, it does. Like a drawing of her, almost. Is that a drawing or a painting? It's like a, yeah, it's like a painting of her because they did an article about her, but you can't see the name of the article because the, you know, address sticker is covering it up. Um, uh, Here's some of the article titles. Okay. Special Guide, colon, keep, Keeping Your Teeth for Life. <laughs> Microwave Magic, Summer Salads. Put your summer salad in the microwave, people. Ew, what? 30 stunning beauty makeovers. Those are a riot. Oh, boy. You wait until you see those. Decorating American style. Also, unbelievably mind-boggling. Uh, plus, Heloise, Dr. Joyce Brothers, Bob Hope, Lady Bird Johnson, Elizabeth Post, Dr. Norse, and more! Exclamation point. Oh, my gosh. Girl, this magazine. It's a treasure trove. Don't throw it out. I won't. If you if you're done with it and you're tired of it, give it back to me. Okay. But you, this is your baby, along with if I win it. If you win it, along with these Andy's mints. God, damn it, Kara, <laughs> stop giving me. Well, these are delicious and refreshing. Food, delicious and refreshing. They are okay. All right. So your question is: Which of my searches resulted from watching the Christmas movie called? The man who invented Christmas in a very comfortable chair. Hmm. Oh. Squab cushion. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that magazine. Special guide, keeping your teeth for life. I really <laughs> I really am interested in that. <laughs> July nineteen eighty six. So this is like a fourth of July type. Red, white, and blue quilts to make. Wait until you see how to decorate with the American colors. It Oh, I can't wait. This magazine was the best. My Andy's mints, they're flying everywhere. <laughs> okay. Good job. All right, so squab cushion. I was watching The Man Who Vented Christmas, which I really hate that title. It makes me crazy. But it's um about Charles Dickens writing yes. A Christmas Carol. Excellent movie, though. And it stars Matthew from Downton Abbey, correct? Yes. Dan Stevens? Yes, that's his real name. Someone in the show was bragging about having green squab cushions with fringe. I was like, what is a squab cushion? That's how you know you've made it. Well, basically, like all cushions, a squab cushion was used to give chairs a softer feel and a more comfortable sit. They're removable. Oh. So they don't just, you know, it's not like built into the chairs. So you can take these with you, maybe perhaps outside for a picnic. Oh, yes. Um, We have squab cushions today. So, you know, now like you might tie one to a kitchen chair or yeah. take one. You might take one to the sports arena uh-huh. to make your terribly hard plastic chair more comfortable. I have a squab cushion, you know, my big butt pillow. Yes, my big butt, my, my big butt cushion. I am a part of your big butt cushion club now. Did you get one? Mine was delivered this week. <gasps> it's amazing. Isn't it the best thing ever? <laughs> it's helped so much. My oh, terrible office chair at home. My gosh, it is the best. Yeah. Thanks for sending me the link. And you're welcome. Um, squab cushions were originally used centuries ago to protect 
expensive hand-carved or caned seats. Uh-huh. But over the years, they've evolved to what we now refer to as a box cushion or a chair pad. Oh, yes. A All chair right? pad. Uh-huh. Yeah. uh-huh. My sources were cushionsandmore.com <laughs> and mid to mod blog. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. There is a website devoted to cushions. Of course. So just so you know, folks. Kara. Yes. Today you're playing for this lovely mini chalkboard easel. I love it. And a nifty chalk pen. I figured you could put this on your desk at work. Yep. And write snarky, I mean, clever things on it to brighten your coworker's day. Yes. And I put something on here already. It says, today is a great day to help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Empowering people. Right. To do some things for themselves. Yes. Like refill the copier. Or Google it. Google it. Exactly. Are you also the unjam the copier person? Now, I will say my office mates do try hard. They will work and work to get it unjammed and then come and get you. Kara, I can't figure this out because I know all the trap doors of the copy machine. Right. It's a the copy machine tells you what all the trap doors are. (laughs) So how did you figure out all the trap doors? I follow the directions the copy machine told me to do. Correct. Which search? resulted in a barrage of lit photos that made me laugh out loud. Lit photos? Lit. Think about it. I don't get it. Okay. Because there were lots of candles. Oh. Biden's cake? Correct. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Lit photos? What does that mean? Well, lit just means like awesome or cool or on fire oh shoot you know like that i'm on fire i um just bragged to everyone last week that i was hip and mod and it turns out that that's you not really the aren't. case hmm. nobody's surprised <laughs> <laughs> so november 20th <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm just gonna try to move on from yeah, how bitchy that was should. Okay, November 20th, 2023 <laughs> yeah. was Biden's 81st birthday, mm-hmm. and his cake was lit, literally. Were Get there it? 81 candles on it? No. Okay. It was on fire, though. This cake had... <laughs> <laughs> it was like a tiny cake. It was like one of those cakes that you give... Well, it wasn't quite that little. Like, it wasn't as little as a cake you would give a baby to eat oh, like by themselves. Oh, like a smash cake? Like a smash. It wasn't that tiny, but it was just a little bit bigger than that. Like maybe an eight inch cake. Okay. And it was covered in candles. Why would they not have made a bigger cake? It was a great photo op. Okay. It was hilarious. Right. And then, of course, it was posted on social media. So there were lots of funny captions. <laughs> but he looked delighted in the picture. Aww. He was delighted with this cake. That was an Ethan J search suggestion oh so i looked it up because i was like i gotta see what biden's cake looked like yes i should have known it's just that because he's old (laughs) he's got lots of candles oh my word oh anyway my sources for that were the new york post google image search and ethan j husband of ski with alex nice jay okay and we have to check that out I mean, we haven't been friends for 81 years yet. Not yet. 
But our shared history goes back more than 20 years. That's a long time. Yeah, because we're almost as old as Joe Biden. Yes. <laughs> we have a shared well, history, if you will. Yes, we do. <laughs> and now we're going to share our internet search histories with everybody else in a segment that we call... Shared history. Oh, clever. All right. What's your first search? All right. The first one um, is landlubber. Okay. I cannot remember why I searched this because I know what a landlubber is. Were you watching Popeye? No, I was not watching Popeye, (laughs) but I was watching some. (gasps) No, it just hit me. Shocking to everyone. That it came from a crossword puzzle. Oh, yes. Your crossword puzzles. Yes. Okay. So I looked this up because I am, it's all coming back to me. The definition that the um, crossword puzzle gave me was a little bit weird. And so I, like you, probably assume that landlubber means, you know, somebody who doesn't do so well on a boat. Correct. Or they're like a greenhorn. Yes. Um, which that is correct. But I found out a little bit more about this word. Like some etymology? Yes. Sweet. Thank you for that segue. Landlubber comes from an English word. We're going to break it down here. First part, land, comes from an English word of lond, L-O-N-D, or land. Yes. uh, Meaning soil. Okay. And the obsolete word lubber, um, which has a Scandinavian origin, probably... There were no two sources that would land <laughs> on a correct answer about okay. the where lubber came from. Okay. But it evolved from meaning a clumsy oaf to inexperienced seaman. Oh my goodness. So since the 16th century, landlubber has mainly been a sailor's word to describe an inexperienced sailor. But prior to that, I found one source. Hold on to your hats. That said that it referred to lazy monks in the abbeys. What? Okay, just go with me. I think someone maybe made this up, but I don't know. You know what? We applaud their creativity if they did. Oh, it's going to get good here. Okay. This source said that fairies used to mess with builders of churches. So once land had been taken over by the church to build an abbey and a church, mm-hmm. the fairies would move in because they were already living there. Correct. And they would mess up what had been built. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So overnight, the, you know, they would mess up what had been built or like kick a stone askew <gasps> and steal t- tools. Oh. And the only people that could mitigate these fairies were monks. Okay. So b- fairies knew this. <laughs> and so... These fairies would take on human form and work in the abbeys, mostly as kitchen workers. Okay. And they would encourage the monks to get fat and drunk constantly so they couldn't do their fairy mitigation work. (laughs) Wow, this is a long con. And so these affected monks were called abbey lubbers, meaning they were lazy moochers. Okay. That's it. That's interesting. Yep. You know what I always thought it was? Landlubbers? What? I always thought it was people saying lovers sillily. Yes, that came up. 
in one of my sources, it said that, no, it's not a silly way of saying lover. My sources were owlcation.com and Wikipedia. Okay. Yup. My first search that I want to talk about is hooped shirt. The context was I was watching a show called I Caught a Killer. (laughs) Of course you were. (laughs) And it was detectives describing how they solved cases, murder cases. The detective that they were talking to kept describing the shirts that the suspects were wearing as hooped. Oh. Hooped shirts. And I was, my brain could not, it was not computing. Yeah, I'm, I've got a picture in my head, but I'm sure it's not right. Well, I found out that in the UK, striped shirts are vertical lines. Okay. Okay. Stripes are vertical. Hoops <gasps> oh, are horizontal. No kidding. So it's hooped. As in, it goes around your body. Okay. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. I had no idea. Now you know. And this is vital information for the two of us because we like striped shirts. (laughs) Horizontal striped shirts. We do. So we are fans of the hooped shirt. We are. In fact, we have have kind of been dismayed at how much of a fan we are of the hooped shirt (laughs) and how we just cannot get away from it. Sean hates striped shirts he at one point this has been several years ago i said something about oh i had bought a striped shirt a hooped shirt yeah and he said kara that's all you have that's all the shirts you have are all stripes i said no it's not he said let's go look at your closet oh no so we went (laughs) it's like every shirt i had for work my work shirts and a lot of my you know non-work shirts they were all striped. What does he have against it? He hates them. I don't know. He just doesn't like stripes. Too busy. Dude, that sounds like a him problem. Oh, I mean, I didn't get rid of them, but because <laughs> I like stripes. I do too. And I like rugby shirts. And this oh, was specifically yes. what they were kind of talking about was the these suspects were wearing rugby shirts. I love rugby shirts. You know what the, the motive for the murder was? What? In this case. There was a group of boys walking down the street, or a sidewalk on a street, a pavement, if you will, because they were in the UK. And they had come from a party, so they were probably wasted. And they were walking down the sidewalk, and these two brothers were walking the other way. And the kids in the larger group were singing Champagne Supernova by (laughs) Oasis. Great song. Because that's the time period that we're talking about. (laughs) Gotcha. And... The two brothers, as they passed by, one of the brothers said to the group, you're singing that wrong. And this group of guys just started wailing on these two kids, 18 and 16 years old. Gosh. They were all teenagers. And one of the brothers died. Oh, my word. They beat him up so badly. And then he was hit by a car. Oh, gosh. And dragged. But what killed him was the blows to the head. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Good grief. Anyway, and all that they knew, because this was like super early in the morning and it's on a busy street, although it wasn't busy then, all that they knew from witnesses was that they were wearing hooped shirts. Uh-huh. The hooped shirts got them convicted. You know what I was imagining? What? A hooped skirt. Me too. That's why like, when they kept saying hooped shirts, I was like, 
hooped skirts. My old pe- my old people ears. <laughs> I was like, hoop skirts. Why would they be wearing hoop skirts? Hoop skirt gang. And then I realized I looked up from what I was doing because I'm never just watching TV. I'm always mostly listening. And I looked up and I read the closed captioning because I always keep the closed captioning on because I'm an old person. You're an old lady. And I mishear everything. <laughs> so I looked up and they said it again and I, it said shirts. And I was like, oh, hooped shirts. And then I was like, that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> it does not help me. I still don't know what the hell that is. I wouldn't either. I'm telling you, British English and American English and Australian English, three different languages. Very different. That's it. Love it. Oh, um, my source was wordreference.com. All right. The next search I'm going to talk about is Bill Nighy's fingers. (laughs) Sorry. I caught Bria during a drink. Not just his hands, his fingers. His fingers. Obviously, I watched Love Actually this week. Yeah, I did not watch it this year. I had to watch it. It's Christmas time. I know. Bill Nye, he has a genetic condition called Dupuytren's contracture. And this condition causes fingers to bend in toward the palms of your hands permanently. <gasps> I'm, I've got a quote from him here. I inherited it from my mother's side of the family. My last two fingers in each hand are permanently bent back against the palms. It was alarming, and I should have had an operation on them at the time, but I didn't because I was a mess and I was frightened. It just means I have a spooky handshake. <laughs> Some people, especially the younger generation, yes, don't realize that it is a medical condition. And so some younger people typically approach him and say, I think it's really cool what he does with his hands. Like, it's a thing. Like he's doing like... He's doing it on purpose. Like, hey. Like it's just like a... Piece, but with an extra yeah. thumb. Well, it's, we've we've often wondered about that watching yes. Love Actually. I just Actually. assumed it was an arthritis situation. Yes. Uh-huh. But it's not. Uh, anyway, so it started to affect him in his 20s. Yeah. He says it's not painful. But as you get older, it gets worse. So when you're younger, you start to notice it, but it may be just... They're curling a little bit, you know, they're curling. If it is painful, you can get steroid shots for it. Basically what it is, knots of tissue form. It's almost like scar tissue along these tendons of your fingers. Yeah. And so you start to form knots of tissue. And and because they're growing bigger and bigger, they're pulling those tendons down toward the palm of your hand. Um, Now, you can have surgery to have this fixed. But there's no guarantee that it will, your fingers will remain the same. It might redevelop because that tissue might grow again because all they're doing is cutting out that tissue. And then the surgery might, your fingers might not be as strong as they were before. But it's apparent, it's something you can live with, but it just normally affects your everyday activities. It would be annoying. I also did see that there was a drug that was developed in like 2013 that essentially dissolves that knotty tissue, but it wasn't, it was pulled off the market in 2019 because people weren't buying it. Huh. But surgery is essentially the way to fix it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So my sources were Daily Express, Wikipedia, betterhealth.vic.gov.au, and Johns Hopkins Medicine. All right. My next search is gauntlet definition. Yes, yes, yes. 
a podcaster who shall not be named, talked about throwing down the gauntlet, and then followed it up with something to the effect of, he tossed down that axe, and my internal record scratched, because I always thought a gauntlet was a glove. Same. And uh, more specifically, I was right, by the way. You and I are right. Excellent. Of course. Duh. But more specifically, gauntlet tends to refer refer to a chainmail glove, like a knight would wear in a suit of armor. And throwing down the gauntlet was something one did to signal one was down to duel. <laughs> He'd tear his glove off or take it off and toss it at another knight's feet. Uh-huh. And if the knight accepted the combat challenge, he'd pick it up. So I'm still listening to a backlog of this podcast episodes. So I'm sure thousands of people have already sent in their annoying corrections about this. <laughs> so there's no need for BB to add to the noise, but especially like four years later. Hey, guys. <laughs> you used that word wrong. But I just thought, oh, no's. See, this is what happens when you have a podcast. You say things. You think you know what something is. And you say it. But I was just like, a gauntlet is not an axe. Yeah, no, it definitely is not. Faux show. Saz. Saz sauce. All right. My source for the gauntlet definition yes. was just Merriam-Webster. Oh. The huge. Love it. All right. So last week we discussed the pre-filed bill about cashew chicken. Oh my lord, do you have to bring that up I'm, again? I'm not gonna pour lemon juice in your wound. Good, because I am still so mad about that. But it got me thinking that that would, if passed, become one of our official state symbols. And so it got me thinking. Okay, so all of our state symbols had to be passed by legislation. Correct. So I looked up to see. Our state symbols and what kind of silliness maybe oh my gosh this is so up my kids alley they <laughs> they talk about this all the time what is uh new hampshire's dessert yeah exactly state dessert what's their state bird what's their blah blah, blah. exactly so according to the missouri state website not missouri state the college but the state of missouri's website correct dot gov Oh, boy. State symbols are meant to be educational, especially for school children. Several of Missouri's symbols were proposed by students and teachers. Many of the current state symbols represent plant and animal life one may encounter in the state of Missouri, as well as the traditions, practices, and tourism opportunities valued in the state. So that's where you're going to slide in your cashew chicken. Would you call that a tradition, a practice, or a tourism opportunity? Oh, What are the choices again? Tradition, practice, or tourism opportunity valued in the state? Um, Probably tradition. Yeah, I think so too. So there, we currently have over 40 state symbols. Oh, do you want to quiz me on some of them? I have a list, and I'm not going to read all of them because there's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of pulled out some that I thought, were a little bit interesting or that might be surprising to you. Okay. Well, ask me what they are first. Okay, I will. So do you know what our state amphibian is? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, the nematode. No, the American bullfrog. Okay. The Missouri state animal. The mule. That's right. Missouri mule. Mm-hmm. The 
official aquatic animal. Official aquatic animal. Trout. No, that's a good guess, though. Paddlefish. Oh, oh, of course, the paddlefish. The state bird. Cardinal. No, the bluebird. Oh, shoot. The official dance. Grab that girl and swing her around. Is it really? It's the square dance. A square dancing. Okay. Uh, the official dessert. <gasps> blueberry cobbler. Oh. I would get on some blueberry cobbler right now, but that's not right. The ice cream cone. Oh, because of the World's Fair thing. Exactly. The official dinosaur. What? <laughs> what? I'm serious. Okay, I bet it's something that is not really even a dinosaur. I'm no, it s- is. I looked it up. Okay. It's a real dinosaur. It's a real dinosaur that hasn't been like, oh, hey, that's... Like the Brontosaurus is the same thing as the Brachiosaurus, which is the same thing as the Apatosaurus. Well, I didn't go that deep into it. I don't know. Now, I'm not a dinosaur aficionado, but I'd never heard of this before. Oh, well, that's helpful. That's a helpful hint. Um, It starts with an H. Nope, I don't know. Hypsabema missouriensis. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, that was right on the tip of my brain. I could see I it. I almost said it. You were just about to spit it out. Endangered species. Endangered species. This should be one of our state team mascots, in my opinion. Oh. It really invokes fear. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, no. You're being sarcastic. A little bit, but then a little bit not. Um, I don't know. The Hellbender Salamander. Oh, yes. Kansas City Hellbender Salamanders. <laughs> Just the Hellbenders. Yeah. And then it's like a salamander. It's like they're... <laughs> they are kind of gross. What is the official exercise for the state of Missouri? That's right. It's exercise. Jazzercise. (laughs) (laughs) That is an excellent guess, though. Zumba. It's the jumping jack. Oh, for... Jumping jacks. Give me 10. That had to go through... Legislation, my friend. (gasps) It was debated. What is the official fruit tree? Um, the official fruit tree. What do we have a lot of around here? Apples. Apple? No. The pawpaw tree. What the? I I don't know. Official game bird. Game bird. Wow, this is really splitting some hairs. I can do, I can do the call if you'd like. (gasps) Turkey. I am really good at turkey calls. I know you are. This one is, here, I'll try to do it. Oh, really? Yep. Bob White quail. Hmm. I'm not a good whistler. The official grape of the state of Missouri. The Norton grape. That's right. All those trips to the winery. (laughs) Finally paid off. Yeah. Official insect. (laughs) The horsefly. No, it's the honeybee. Oh. Uh, The official state monument. You can do this. Don't think too hard about oh, it. Oh, the arch. That's right. Yeah. Do you know the state motto? Oh, well, we're the show me state. That's our nickname now. Yes, that's our state nickname. Okay, so. This is an actual 
like e pluribus unum. Oh, for f- but I'm not going to say the Latin because I will butcher it okay. to the max. So it's a Latin translation. It is. Okay. So translation from Latin, probably something like we suck, therefore we are. <laughs> You're close. <laughs> No. Let the welfare of the people be the supreme law. Oh, really? That's right. I knew oh, that one would. Oh, really? Hey, put your soapbox away. Oh, really? <laughs> I knew that one would get your blood boiling. I, I, I have so many questions about this motto of ours. The people. The people. The welfare of the people. Mm-hmm. So what is included in people? Not trans people. Probably not. No. Mm-mm. Not women people either. Not women people, not trans people, not any people who are, you know, people. People, people. Oh, that's people. Okay. The official musical instrument? The tuba. That would be awesome. But it's the fiddle. Oh, of course it is, because of bluegrass and all that. Here, nana, here, nana. Yeah. I like bluegrass. I'm not Square dancing. I I like bluegrass. Uh, You can't guess this one. Why? Because it's just a, it is what it is. Oh, okay. Well, wait, I've got one more you can guess. Okay. What's the official rock? The official rock? Limestone. No. Oh, shoot. Mozarkite. Mozarkite. Yes. Okay. The city of Adrian, Missouri, Mm -hmm. is the purple Martin capital of the state. And I believe, I just did a quick search. I think it's because when the purple Martins migrate. Yeah. They kind of all stop in Adrian. Congratulations, Adrian. <laughs> and then Piedmont and Wayne counties yeah. are the state UFO capitals. Oh, great. Congratulations so, to those two as well. Again, not an exhaustive list. If you want to check it out, uh, my source was the State of Missouri website. Um, I used to transcribe not well i wouldn't i don't know what you would call it i used to take from handwritten paper form yeah um an old lady's column at the newspaper i used to do this for multiple columns at the lebanon daily record yes when i was in high school this was my job i would take their handwritten columns and i would type them in oh and their handwriting was very difficult to decipher sometimes (laughs) and there was one column It was called the Audubon Hoots. I love it. That's the best title. Did she ever talk about Purple Martins? Oh, yes. All the birds. She was a bird watcher and she talked about all the birds in her yard. (laughs) And she would write up her column by hand, longhand. And then I would have to try to decipher it and type it in. Wow. Did you enjoy that? It kind of sounds fun. Um, I did because I like typing. Yeah. I kind of like typing, too, actually. I enjoy typing. My mom made me take typing class in high school, and I was so mad about it. We didn't have a choice. Oh, we had a choice. It was an elective. But to this day, Mom, thank you. You were right. Yes. I was wrong. Yeah, we all took typing in high school. Yeah. Everybody had Did you have electric typewriters, or did you have pewters? We had electric typewriters. Okay, we did, too. And then we did have the computer lab. Mm-hmm. And co- we had computer class, and that was in the very early days of the internet. We had a computer lab in elementary school. Yeah, we did too. 
But, but when we got games. to high school, yeah, it was just all learning about how a computer works and yeah, how yeah. to use it. But we got to high school, no computer lab. What? Yeah, we went. We reverted back to electric typewriters in high school. Interesting. We had no computers until like my junior year of high school, and then we got three, and they were relegated to the library. And you had to like you had to be watched like a hawk if you wanted a computer. It was like a big freaking deal to like sign up for time on a computer. Now, computer class at my high school, I think I was the first class to use it. Okay. I mean, it was a big lab with about, I would say, 40 computers in it. Wow. It was a lot. Our elementary class was the first to use that computer lab, and it was the bomb. Oh, yeah. That's, that's of course, where I played Oregon Trail. Of course. <laughs> Which is the best. I have an Oregon Trail sticker you on my do. laptop. I loved that game so much. I look at it all the time. The screens were yellow. Yep. Or, no. Green. The screens were green. Um, so yellow. were the letters in the screens on the computer I used at the Daily Record. I'm sure. It was oh, man. fantastic. Oh, sometimes you could make it orange. You could make it orange or green. Oh, yes. Yes. Yep. I forgot that. That's right. But orange made me angry, so I always <laughs> use green. All right, what's your next search? My next search. My next search is Cars Rule 34. Yes, what's this all about? Oh, girl. Here's a public service announcement. Do not search this. <laughs> okay. It's car porn. Wait, what? Like cars having sex. Specifically, animated cars. What? Okay. Like Lightning McQueen. How did you run across this search? And things like that. Okay. <laughs> so. I'm uncomfortable. My oldest son thought it would be hilarious to make me search this. We were talking about cars, the cartoon. Clob. Why? And he said, oh, mom, you should look up Cars Rule 34. And I was like, what? What's that? And so, of course, I did because mm -hmm. I'm a dumbass. I should have known better because he does this to me all the time. He makes me look things up. And just I didn't even click on anything. Just from the descriptions that you can see before you click on an actual site, I knew that Ugh. this was not for me. And I would like to add, this was on Christmas Day. What? On our Savior's birthday. He had me look this up. Caleb. <laughs> While we were watching an equally terrible Cowboys game. <laughs> or no, no, no. No, no, no. This was Christmas Eve. We okay. were watching an equally terrible Cowboys game on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Rule 34 is an internet meme claiming that if something exists, there's porn for it on the internet. So the phrase Rule 34 was coined from an August 13th, 2003 webcomic by Tango Starry, or Peter Morley Souter, captioned, Rule number 34, there is porn of it, no exceptions. <laughs> this comic was drawn to depict Tango Starry, or Peter Morley Souter's shock at seeing Calvin and Hobbes parody porn. <sighs> So he was scandalized by Calvin and Hobbes porn. As he should be. Girl. No. 
<laughs> She's just looking at me. Well, I'm an author. Yeah. So I have mingled with author types. Yes. And in the author world, particularly in the indie author world. And so some of them write some very unconventional erotica because like this rule 34 states, if it exists, there's porn of it. Um, One of the most unconventional that I've seen is Clippy the Paperclip porn. (laughs) 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 You know who Clippy... You know who Clippy the paperclip porn or the the paperclip is, don't you? <laughs> For those of you youngins <laughs> who may not know, so wrong. Clippy is oh. the little guy who used to pop up. He was a paperclip, <laughs> and he used to pop up. No, no pun intended. When you had a question, not even if you had a question, he would just yeah. show up in word. I see you're typing a letter. Would you like some help with this? Exactly. And then you had to tell Clippy. Go away. Either yes or no. Oh, why yes, I would like or no. No, get the hell out of here. If I need you, I'll call you. Yeah, I know what I'm doing, Clippy. And that's the other thing. thing. You can click a button to bring up Clippy. He was like the help button. He was the help button. Well, that's just messed up. I can't even believe. Well, I guess that rule is right. I would never have thought. What's the matter with people? How about this? How about... No. How about dino porn? Ugh. That's a thing. At least a dinosaur is an actual creature. But this is not dino porn like two dinos having sex, Kara. I don't I don't really need to know more. It's I yep. can use my imagination. Yep. This is... Um, and then have nightmares. This is a little mixed species kind of action with humans and dinos oh come on i told you i didn't need to know more this is for the listeners no no yeah and have you listened to my dad wrote a porno no any of that no that is hilarious there's it's a podcast i've heard of it and they've spun off and done a bunch of different things with it but it is so funny the original book is Belinda Blinked, and it's this English guy whose dad wrote a porno, and he gets his two friends together, and they read this porno. It's just not... Out loud, and it is... <laughs> huh, it's so bad. The It's not even... It's not good porn, so it's terrible, and so that part of it is hilarious. It's just not something I would find entertaining at all. Oh, girl. I'm serious. Not at all? No. Like, I have no desire to listen to that. It's funny. Okay. It's I'll super duper funny. Um, my sources were Reddit, <laughs> Wikipedia, and the Washington Post. I can't stop thinking about Clip. <laughs> Clippy the paperclip porn. I literally, like, that was the end of a spit take for me. I had just swallowed water, so I still had a lot of water in my mouth. And when you said Clippy, like, water <laughs> shot <laughs> on my computer. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry to scandalize you. No, I am scandalized. All right. So this next search is kind of building, not kind of, this next search is building on my previous search. The Missouri stuff. The Missouri stuff. Okay. So I clicked on St. Louis Arch because I wanted to see when 
that legislation passed that made the arch our official monument. Okay. And when I did that, it had a little box of fun facts about the arch. And so I'm going to share the these fun facts. I'm going to share three of them. There were multiple. Okay. I'm going to share three. And then I'm going to get to the search. Okay. All right. So in February of 2018, the Gateway Arch and nearby Old Courthouse were designated as Gateway Arch National Park, the first and only currently national park within Missouri. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the supports of the arch go 60 feet underground. Thank goodness. That mm-hmm. thing still sways in the wind, It though. really does. Oh. And here is where my search came from, which is presidents visiting the St. Louis Arch. Yes. U.S. presidents are forbidden from traveling to the top of the arch by order of the Secret Service. So I told this interesting fact to my husband, and he said, well, is that just while they're in office, or is it all like for their lifetime after they've become president? So I searched it, and the answer is, it's for life. Forever. So once you become president, the Secret Service's rule is... You are not allowed to go into the arch because they just, they can't protect you. Oh, my gosh. Um, however, in 1967, Dwight Eisenhower said, screw that. I want to <gasps> go to the top of the arch. Ike. It was an unplanned visit, and the Secret Service were like, you're not going. And he's like, like, hell, I'm not going. I am going. Because he actually, like, signed off on creating the arch. And he wanted oh. to go up in the arch. Okay. Okay, so he had to make some sneaky plans in order to make this happen. So he was kind of sneaking around the Secret Service. This sounds like a movie. (laughs) On Nickelodeon. It's kind of boring. Yeah, I was going to say. It it. sounds like one of those movies on Nickelodeon where, like, like the president's kid has to sneak out. (laughs) Exactly. So he ended up working with the people at the arch and so he had his visit happen after hours there were no other people around and it wasn't on his official itinerary so he just had it in his head and he was like told the secret service he's like i'm going and they were like no you're not and he said yeah i am and so he went so they weren't just afraid of people other people in the arch who might do him harm correct they were also worried about like you could die. You could die. You get stuck. Someone could blow up the arch. Okay. If they knew you were going to be there. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, all the things. And then once you get to the top, there's like nowhere to go. Like you've oh, been no. up in the arch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, incidentally, only 160 people can really fit in the top of the arch at one time. And that would be. Oh, that would be a nightmare. That would be way too many people. I can't even imagine like 20 people up there. It's like, yes. <laughs> get me out of here. But getting up there is worse. Oh, my word. Once you're up there, you're like, do we have to go back down? Yes. Do I have to get back in that That thing? elevator thing is messed up. It's like an elevator and a it's, Ferris wheel. It's an egg pod thing. And it goes, yeah. you, you tilt, you go click, 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 and then it falls down. Yeah. And then you go click, 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 tilting up, and then it goes down. Ooh, gosh, I don't get in that thing anymore. Really? Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm I would, too claustrophobic. I'd go back up in it again, but... No, it's too close quarters. Supposedly, you can fit four people in one of those little cages, but that is a lie. Did you 
No, it was it was Laura and Amy Cooper and I went up in the arch together. The I've only been up in the arch with Sean. That's who I went up with. Was those those two? Good times. Oh my! I can only imagine. <laughs> I'm, I'm Cooper Trooper. It. Cooper Trooper. Are any of you claustrophobic? Um. Oh, and and we went up as a family too. So I've been up there twice. Okay. Um, a little bit, not like extremely. It depends. If I don't think about things too hard, I'm fine. But you know where I have the worst problem is underground, like in caves. Oh, interesting. If I start to think too much about in a cave, mm-hmm. not like a a building or anything that I know is structurally sound, but but a cave that's been there for thousands of years with no problem. <laughs> I start to think about how much dirt is on top of me. Mm-hmm. And I start to feel like I've been buried alive and that it's going to collapse. Yeah. And I'm going to die. I get that. Caves have never bothered me. I'll tell you what does bother me. And I do have a little bit of claustrophobia. Is the Springfield Underground? I've never been there. So it's really cool. Yeah. But then you get to thinking about how cool it is and what's above you. And yeah. you're like, there. how is this thing staying right. up? Right. I And people work in there. Like they go. Yeah. They have offices in there. Yeah. Uh-uh. I, ca- I can't mentally wrap my mind around working in there because I'm pretty sure that thing's going to collapse one day. Yeah. I mean, no. No, it won't. My sources were, again, State of Missouri website and wearethemighty.com. My last search is, do the Charmin bears have names? This is a burning question for the ages. I know that you have been wondering this ever since last week. I actually saw a Charmin commercial and it popped into my head. Me too. Which is why I looked it up. I remember to look it up. Yes. So as promised by Alex and Ethan, Jay, yes, the Charmin bears have names. <laughs> for those who don't know, Charmin bears are the mascots for the Charmin toilet paper, a brand, and their commercials gross me out slash annoy me. 100% in agreement with you. I hate them. It really bothers me, especially when they show them with toilet paper stuck to their butts. The, that and- commercial... Or when they're like, oh, enjoy the go. Yes. That that whole slogan is a problem. Here's my question. Why do we need to even advertise toilet paper? Because there are so many different types. But you you try them, you figure it out, you're like, that's my brand. I'm sticking with it. But why How often do you switch toilet paper? Yeah, but while you're figuring it out, mm. Charmin wants you to think of them Mm-mm. and their bears the- who are named. Okay, yes. Leonard. The dad. Molly is the mom. Bill is the oldest child. Amy is the middle child. And Dylan is the youngest. Also, have you noticed that sometimes they're brown? Sometimes they're red. And sometimes they're blue? I've noticed red and blue. I've not noticed brown, though. Brown was the original. Okay. And I think that was before they were animated. Oh. For cartoons. That was just on the packaging. And maybe in print ads. Okay. Okay. The color that they are, it depends on the qualities of the toilet paper the company is trying to emphasize. Oh. 
So when they're brown, they want you to think of warmth and comfort. Okay. Or poop. Yeah. Red is for their ultra strong version or variety. Yes. Because they have an ultra strong Charmin. And blue is ultra soft. Oh. So it depends on the variety of toilet paper they're hawking. And that packaging, are those, those, those are those colors, are Correct. red and blue. Correct. It corresponds with that. You know what? That's pretty clever, actually. And they went into this, this website that I looked for is called watchfortheads.com. Yeah. Which I bet is super duper interesting. <laughs> I might have to go down that rabbit hole someday. But um, they went into detail about what blue makes people think and what red makes people think, those colors, and brown, warmth and comfort. Oh, my goodness. But red is a strong color, and blue is a soft color. Yes. Huh. So, yeah, but I really hate those commercials. So much. First of all, they're like, oh, you don't need to use that much. I'm like, please. Bitch, please, don't tell me how much toilet yep. paper to use. Yep. I'll use however much I want. That's exactly right. That's and, my butt. Yeah. Second of all, I hate the ones where they're like, oh, all I have is this off-brand. Why would you ever buy an off-brand? Right. Charmin Bears. You're okay. the Charmin Bears. So, oh, I have th- all I have is this off-brand. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Look, it's linty and it sticks to my oh, butt. Oh, that is the worst one. I'm like, what? Oh, or when the, the little baby bear is... Scratching his butt on the stool. You don't have pants on, bear. That's disgusting. Put pants on these bears, and I think the commercials would be a little bit better. But they're walking around with disgusting butts. (laughs) Touching the stools in the house, sitting on chairs. And they didn't get a good enough, uh, a clean enough wipe, and so they're itchy. Exactly. In the Uh, kitchen. uh, uh. I mean, I... I know. I I don't like them. But now now you can call them out by name and be like, listen, Leonard. Leonard, Molly, Amy, Dylan, and Bill? Yes. Got it. <laughs> Marketing and advertising. It's very interesting. It, it is interesting. But Kara. Yeah. What about this one? This segment is a quick listing of our other searches from this past week that we didn't have time to discuss in this episode, but we'll possibly cover in a future episode. Maybe. Maybe. We haven't yet. We haven't yet. And most of them are pretty boring. Boring. I had so many searches this week because I didn't work. Oh, yeah. I had the whole week off. So are you ready? I'm ready. Like, buckle up, girl. I'm ready. Okay. Number, well, I'm not going to number them because there's so many. Sensi. J.L. Long Traders. Do Ubers have blue lights in the window? Culture flock. Safety inspections for gifted cars. The Cushion Lab. Thank you, Cushion Lab. Sponsor Mm -hmm. us. We're users. Taylor Swift music videos. Iron Lung Paul Alexander. Update on Audrey Nethery. Diamond Black Fan Anemia. TV show The Great. What year were Charles and Diana married? Director of the movie Bottoms. What year did the Queen Mother die? How did Princess Margaret die? Is Timu a trusted company? Original Chex Mix recipe. Where is Palau? And movie P- 
polite society. Nice. That is a lot. Um, have you watched The Great? Yeah, I did. I've watched uh, maybe one and a half seasons, but I I was binging it, and so I got like really burnt out on oh, it. It yeah. was a lot, That's and so lot. I had to stop. Yeah. Um, but I'll probably go back to it. It's it's interesting enough that it's funny. And I also the reason I looked it up before I started it, I wanted to see if there was there are three seasons. And I wanted to see if it was still on the air, but it's been discontinued. There won't be a fourth. So oh. that's that's why I started. I was like, okay, there's an end to this. Oh, I I think I've only watched one season. Yeah, there's three. Oh. But there's no more, so. I might have to finish that off. Dive in. Because it does crack me up. My what about this one searches are reviews of Delete This History podcast. <laughs> that's a great search. I didn't find any. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no new ones. Okay. The Rock Food and Friends Restaurant. 10 Best Restaurants for Large Groups in Springfield. Gareth Reynolds Tour Tickets. March 1st, baby. Springfield, <gasps> Missouri. Are you going to go? The Blue Room. Heck oh, yeah. Oh. They've been getting a lot of good stuff. I can't wait. Uh, Murder Book. The series. <laughs> Chuck Taylor Converse All-Star 70 High Top. Peyton. Make your own eggnog with no eggs. Oh. And remember the Titans. Oh. Did you make eggnog? No. Oh. But I was really worried that on Christmas Eve when I went to go out and buy some that it would be all sold out. Now, I have not gone to the store because I don't do that when I'm on vacation. Correct. But I have done grocery orders mm -hmm. and three times, no, two times, it's been out. Yeah. I couldn't get it in my grocery orders. Yeah. So that's why I had, that's why I was thinking, oh my gosh, they must be all sold out. And so I went to a different grocery store. Yeah. And actually went inside. Yo. Let me tell you. Terrifying. It was harrowing. I bet. Um, It was Christmas Eve, but it was early. You went to a grocery store on Christmas Eve? Yes. I'm but impressed. It was early in the day and it wasn't, it was the kind of grocery store um, that is a pretty big name in town, but they're always empty. I don't know how they stay in business. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I do. Anywho, they had a whole case of oh. eggnog. So did you get eggnog or holiday nog? I got eggnog. Okay. They didn't have holiday nog. Mm, it Holiday nog is hard to find. Yeah. It was all just, it was Highland, but it was eggnog. Okay. All right. Um. But I had to get, I had to get non-alcoholic eggnog because I got a bunch of alcoholic <laughs> eggnog at the liquor store. Right. And that stuff, carrot was so strong oh. that it made me sweat. Whoa. It was so strong. And then I was thinking, I must just be lightweight. But then Caleb had some and he was like, oh my gosh, I've got to put something else in this. What is the alcohol? Is it rum that's in? It's whiskey. Whiskey? Whoa. Yeah. And it was strong. Oh my gosh. And so yeah, so um I cut mine yeah. with eggnog with non alcoholic eggnog oh. and milk. That's how strong it is. I have to put two different things in there. Oh my word. It is super duper strong. <laughs> I was so hammered. <laughs> 
and then funny. I was like, you know what? My next glass, I think I might put something else in this. Yeah. And like, oh, cut it. Well, I'll say I haven't had any eggnog this season and I'm Holy feeling crap. I'm feeling like, you know, the punctuation for the holidays has not been added because I just I have an eggnog deficiency at this point. You got to get you got to get your eggnog. I better hurry cuz it's going to be gone. Where does the eggnog go that they don't sell? I don't you think they just sell it all and then they just don't order more? That would be my guess. Oh yeah, maybe. What if they don't sell it all? Maybe they Later. give it away to Later. the workers. They're like, hey, guys. Free eggnog. This, we're past the due date here. Okay, maybe. Wow. Do you have any shout outs? No. I, I have just zero. have a tiny one. Okay. Because DTH Bestie, Janet F., is listening to us on her walks. Janet. And is almost caught up on our backlog. Oh, fun. She's catching up. And she made a point to tell me that this week. So I thought, well, she deserves a shout out. For walking. Hell yeah. First of all. Good job, Janet. Yeah, she's she's in a lot better shape than I am. Well, Janet, we're glad you're listening. Yeah, Janet. Um, glad you're listening. Glad you're walking. Walking is so good for you. Yeah, it is. And also, thank you for telling us that you are listening because that helps. Otherwise, why the hell are we doing this? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, in this blazing sun. Oh. I mean, it is fun. But if nobody was listening, I wouldn't do it. Well, yeah, <laughs> I completely agree. No offense, friend. No offense to you either. <laughs> uh, if anybody else wants to tell us that they're listening, you can email us at delete this history podcast at gmail.com. Yes, or visit us on socials. Yeah. Delete this history is on Facebook and DTH gals on Insta and threads. Yep, that's correct. You know what? What? The sun is really hot. Yeah. It's in our eyes. Yeah. We're making our own gravy. Oh, definitely. So I think that we should get out of here. And go delete delete our history. history. Bye, friend. Bye. Hey, stay fresh, cheese bags. (laughs) (laughs) Delete This History is created, written, hosted, produced, and edited by Bria Brown and Kara Birch. Theme music is so good by Orcas. Email us at delete this history podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram and threads at DTH Gals and Facebook at Delete This History. Copyright 2024, all rights reserved. Lack of productivity and excessive sleep provided by Ennui. <laughs> <laughs>